thank you for tuning in to Ascend the Hill with Jeremy Austell. Make sure to share and subscribe to this podcast so you're notified when new episodes are available. Well, this morning I'm going to communicate in a little bit of a different way. Um, Just felt like for this occasion, uh, I wanted to maybe take a little bit of creative artistic license and so I wrote, I wrote a spoken word, a poem, if you will, with Scripture as the backdrop. And really, for the next few moments, I just want to retell his story, just using a little bit of different language. But everything that you're going to hear over the next few moments is extracted from the Bible. It isn't what I have to say about God. It's not even what the church has to say about God. It is what God has said about Himself through the Scriptures. When we get to the end, we're going to receive communion together. We'll have a candlelight moment. But I want all of that to have weight and meaning. And so if you'll allow me for a moment, I'm just going to read, recite, uh, and along the way reminisce on who God is and what He's done. O holy night, when the earth awakened from her sin-induced coma, radiant light burst forth from a heavy oppression. Long before that holy night, earth submerged into the dark night of the soul, plunged into thorn and thistle, briar and bristle, blood, sweat and tears soaked in a deluge of fears. A night which befell the earth, casting ominous shadows. You won't die, the serpent hissed. Godlike stature is what you've missed. Take a bite, receive new sight. But all those promises cost us His marvelous light. Instead of vision, we found ourselves groping in throes of celestial division. A sound worked its way through that sacred garden. Who's that coming? Drawing nearer. He can't see us like this. He'll know something is amiss. Darting and dashing, diving and hiding, a voice pierced the shame and all the anxiety. Where are you? His voice echoed. Not what have you done? Not what are you doing? Not how could you or how dare you. No, simply a heart cry for proximity. Where are you? We had done the unthinkable, the unimaginable. And make no mistake, it is a we. It's not just Adam and Eve. It's not just then and there. It's every human who has ever walked this earth. We have done the unthinkable, the unimaginable. We've underestimated His goodness, His love, and His desire for our best. And overestimated our wisdom, our autonomy, and our independence. We listened to the wrong whisper, the wrong voice. We ran from the wrong one. Yet He came looking for us anyway. Jilted, rejected, disrespected, and disobeyed. Yet here He came, walking our way. We unleashed a curse 
we released the beast. But he promised healing. He prophesied victory. That serpent would get his. Paradise was lost. But a heel to the head would cover the cost. Paradise would be revived and realized. The holy night countering and nullifying the fallen night. Humanity forged ahead into the wilderness. Into desolation of separation. No longer nestled in the warm bosom of Abba Father. No more walks in the cool of the day in the garden sanctuary. Now enveloped in the cold, somber fog of fault and failure. Into that dark night, humanity went. Into violence, into oppression, into manipulation, into greed and domination. Into objectification, into uneven scales and outright deception. Into conquering or being conquered. Into famine and pestilence. Into an eye for an eye. Into wars and rumors of wars. Into slavery and trafficking. Into building kingdoms on the backs of peasants. Into empires and emperors. Into thousands of years of scratching and clawing. Searching and scrounging, ranting and raving, sharpening swords and dropping bombs, hating and raging. But in the midst of all of that, a voice spoke up. It sounded quite familiar. A new day's coming and it won't be long. All the earth will sing a new song. Through the prophets of old, O holy night was foretold. One day the nations would look to the mountain of God. Swords will be hammered into plows, spears fashioned into pruning hooks. Time was moving toward a brilliant light. Darkness and despair had a shelf life. Humanity walking in darkness will see a great light. The yoke of slavery broken. The heavy burden of sin lifted. The blood-stained boots of the warrior burned in a fire of love. The passionate commitment of the Lord on full display. Justice to the poor and fairness To the exploited. With the breath from his nostrils, wickedness destroyed. The wolf and the lamb will lie together. The calf will be safe with the lion. The predators will no longer prowl, hunt, or prey on. Suppress or oppress. And a little child will lead them all. Prepare the banquet. Spread out the feast. Cloud of gloom, be gone. Oh, you mocking voice of sin, be silenced. One who can be trusted is bringing salvation in his hands. Barren wastelands will blossom with colorful flowers. 
Deserts will become lush green vegetation. Tired hands and weak knees will be strengthened. Do not fear. Your God has come just like He promised. The blind will see. The deaf will hear. The lame will leap. And the voiceless will finally speak. Springs of living water will gush forth. Streams of life will flood the land. Clear the way. Make straight paths in the wilderness. Fill the valleys. Level the mountains. Straighten the curves. Smooth out the rough places. The glory of the Lord is to be seen by all earth's inhabitants. The nations will be startled with all their pomp and circumstance. With all their pride and puffed out chests, kings will stand speechless. Empires will be called into judgment. The earth's royalty will bend a knee as the lowliest of subjects. Oh, he would not come on a steed wielding sword and scepter. Like a lamb, he was to be led to the slaughter. He would be a man of sorrows acquainted with the deepest of grief. Pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. Beaten and broken so you and I could be whole. Whipped that we might be healed is anyone thirsty anyone parched anyone famished come and drink you have no money nothing to pay the fee drink anyway friends it's all free all the prophets they kept speaking he was coming to comfort the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to those held captive, to tell those mourning that the Lord's favor has come, to speak judgment against the enemies of our soul, to give beauty for ashes, to rebuild ancient ruins, to repair that which had been destroyed, to seek and save all that had been lost. Then the world went silent. For many generations, on the heels of the prophet's declaration, humankind sat waiting. Is God coming? Is that Him? What's that over there? Waiting. 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 Hundreds of years with bated breath. Anticipation in every nerve ending. And this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. And at that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem 
in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available to them. That night there were shepherds staying in a field nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And I'd like to add, just like we said last week, the message of heaven to you today is you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of God. You don't have to be afraid of your circumstances. You don't have to be afraid of people. God has come to wipe out all fear. In the city of David, the angel said, you will recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast hope of others, host of others. The armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth and goodwill to all men. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened that the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they'd seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. God had come just like He promised. You know, we walked ourselves into a prison, but God had an exit strategy. We earned the worst. God sent us His best. Our hands were marred and scarred from the curse. His hands marred and scarred to reverse the curse. The prophet said there was no beauty in him. Oh, but how beautiful the feet of the one who brings good news. How beautiful, how marvelous the one who embraced death that we might have life. It was said of him in the Gospel of John. In the beginning the word already existed. The Word is Jesus. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him. And nothing was created except through Him. 
He wasn't just born in a manger. He always was, always is, and always will be. The Word gave life to everything that was created and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and friends, the darkness can never extinguish His light. God sent a man named John the Baptist to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of this testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become sons and daughters of God. No more orphans, no more outsiders, no more enemies, but sons and daughters. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the word became human. And made his home among us. The word condescended from the throne through the portals of time and space. And moved into our neighborhood. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we've seen his glory. The glory of the Father's one and only Son. John testified, someone is coming after me who's far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. From his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the unique one who himself is God. He's near to the Father's heart. And this is what the Bible says of Jesus. Jesus has revealed God to us. Can you hang with me a couple more minutes? Long ago in the times of the law and the prophets, through the ages and through our ancestors, God spoke many times and in many ways. Now in these days, He speaks to us through His Son. That vulnerable baby who became a sympathetic man, who became a sacrificial lamb, who became a resurrected lion, who eternally reigns as a triumphant king, radiates God's glory and he expresses God's very character. What is God's character, you might ask? Well, his character is he is the one who rescues us from the dominion of darkness. He delivers us from all the oppressor has pushed upon us. The Son is the visible image of the invisible God. Do you want to know what God looks like? Do you want to know what God sounds like? Do you want to know what God feels like? Then look at the Son who came. That is who God is. Take His word for it. You don't believe the news. You don't believe social media. You don't believe what everybody else has said and what you might have heard. You don't even believe what your circumstances have said. 
Jesus is what God has to say. And what God has to say is that He was always coming for you. He's always been in pursuit of you. He has never been idle and He has never been indifferent. We were God's enemies. But God is good. And He came anyway. Oh, that holy night was always on His mind. Before we move forward, I suspect that there are some of us That God came in the form of Jesus to be near to us. But we haven't necessarily made a move in His direction yet. Maybe you are here on Christmas Eve because you do have a measure of faith. You did make a profession of belief in Jesus at one point in your life. But this morning you know that the path you've been on has caused you to drift farther and farther away from Him. Maybe you're here today because a family member, a friend invited you to part of the festivities of the Christmas season. But you have not yet said yes to this Jesus that this whole season is centered on. I don't think it would be appropriate for me to move forward without giving opportunity for you to say yes to Jesus and for Him to do His great work in your life. Everything that we just read, Jesus came to do for you. He didn't just come to do it for preachers. He didn't just come to do it for the people that have got it all together and make all the right decisions. He didn't just come to do it for people that look a certain way and act a certain way. Jesus came Because every single human who has ever inhaled and exhaled on this planet, every single human who has ever sweat and bled, every human who has ever cried, every human who has ever lived has found themselves under the weight of the curse of sin. Living in the repercussions of a world gone mad. But Jesus has come so that you can go from death to life, bound to free, broken to healed, empty to filled, lonely to found, unloved to loved, deserving punishment to receiving mercy. I'm not really interested in making a list of what you have or haven't done. In the end, that list doesn't mean a whole lot. Everybody in this room is a candidate for the Son to rescue. What I'd like you to do for a moment is close your eyes. Thank you for listening today. Make sure to follow or subscribe and share this podcast on social media. Until next time, have a great day.